Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash, and you're listening to episode 8 of Chat Disney. To another episode. This week we will be talking all about a not so favourite topic of mine, Star Wars. But first, let's have a little look at what's been happening in the world of Disney this week. So I suppose the biggest piece of news this week um, is very sadly, unfortunately, we found out just on Thursday that Peter Mayhew, who played the original Chewbacca, sadly passed away. Um, Peter Mayhew was in, well, the original three films, so A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Wow, that's impressive in itself that Tash remembered those names. I know, and he was also in Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens more recently. Yeah, so Force Awakens was the last movie that he reprised the role of Chewbacca in, and there's a new actor, a younger model, who's quite handsome actually. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You don't see his face though. (laughs) No, 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 but out out of course. um, that has been playing Chewbacca in more recent movies very nice I did read somewhere I don't know if it's true but apparently for The Force Awakens um, because I think he, he was in a wheelchair very much for you know the remaining years of his life and um, he actually kind of fought really hard to get out of his wheelchair just so he could play that role. That's so sad. That makes me sad. In slightly more cheerful news, um, Avengers Endgame has already completely smashed every box office record for any movie in history. So it reached the $1 billion mark three days after it came out. Very impressive. And I still haven't seen it. Yeah, well, you need to, you need to start back at the very beginning and, uh, yeah. Watch I know, we them. did think about going to see it this week or I did think about going to see it this week and I was just like, I'm just not going to know what's going on. Yeah. I need to see the other ones Definitely, first. yeah. So, um, and for anyone that's interested, uh, the record previously um, was held by Avengers Infinity War. Oh, funny so, that. Yeah, there we are. it in the family. Indeed. Um, In other news, um, Disneyland Paris have launched the new version of their app, um, which has been new and improved, so you can now see ride wait times, which is a feature that I almost baffles me that that was never on there before, because it's such a handy thing to have. Definitely. You know, if you're in a queue for another ride, you don't have to walk all the way over to see what that ride ride time is. It just makes complete sense that they would have that on there now. And you can also buy tickets for special events, dining shows and annual passes as well. Whereas before you could just get regular park tickets, I believe. And while we're uh, talking about Disneyland Paris and special events, this week saw the exclusive Phantom Manor event. Uh, Phantom Manor is Disneyland Paris's answer to Haunted Mansion. And the ride has been closed for quite some time now. I visited Paris in January 2018 and it was closed then. So it's been well over a, a year. Time, I think it? it's like almost... I think it's like 18 months or something like that maybe even longer that it's been closed for Um, very very anticipated by the community what on earth have they been doing to this attraction and the changes are vast so you have seen the video haven't you on YouTube which we've spoken about it before I don't like to do this but you do so give us a brief overview without giving too many spoilers what is kind of what's different about it now 
Sure. So the soundtrack is different, which probably sounds really okay. trivial to most of you, but for me, that's a really big deal. Um, there's a lot more English, which nice. makes me super happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main changes, and um, I am going to keep this spoiler free because I know lots of our listeners are locals and visit Disneyland Paris, and also, um, sorry, I just dropped, dropped <laughs> my <laughs> notebook. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those episodes um yes so i am going to try and keep this as spoiler free as possible um but the main difference is that the phantom manor ride in comparison to the haunted mansion attractions has got this real clear story arc so the ride is centered around this bride melanie ravenswood who marries the phantom um and it all kind of links in with big thunder mountain i believe that the ravenswood family own big thunder mountain like the mining company and Mm -hmm. that whole area is meant to have its own kind of little narrative and basically her storyline is now much more prominent in the attraction she makes a lot more um uh, features and things like that and this is a spoiler but whatever i can't avoid them they've changed the portraits in the stretching room have they but i'm not going to say what to oh okay. that's that's huge i think interesting yeah do you think they'll change and update the um other versions so wanted mansion in the other parks no no i don't i think that this is very much Phantom Manor. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think they will in California because yeah. again, it goes back to that whole thing, doesn't it? Of that being it's a very vision. original. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Part. I think like in the way that um, when we spoke in our Hong Kong episode, obviously I've not been to Hong Kong, but Mystic Manor is their kind of version of um, yeah, Haunted Mansion, different. and it's you totally different. It. I feel that way about Phantom Manor, and especially now it's got these changes. It wouldn't mm-hmm. make sense for them to make these same changes in those two rides because they don't have. They yeah. do have that bride figure, but that's meant to be a different bride yeah. to Melanie who yeah. we see in Paris so I don't think that they'll make yeah, that I just changes. wonder if they'll kind of expand on that story more in its own version but potentially who knows indeed and finally we spoke a little bit about this last week um, with regards to Disney Plus and WandaVision the new Scarlet Witch TV show which has been announced for that subscription service we've also found out a little bit more about Falcon and the Winter Soldier which is another Marvel exclusive TV show that will be launching in Disney Plus later on this year Um, off the back of Avengers Endgame I think it's quite nice that we're seeing these characters and how they're going to cope in the aftermath of what we've seen happen in that movie, um, particularly with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, without giving too much away, uh, they've kind of lost their main person that they follow. Um, I've just given that completely away, so apologies. <laughs> um, but yeah. It means nothing to me. <laughs> well, there you go. Good, good. Hopefully, if you're not a super Marvel fan, then if you're a super Marvel fan and you haven't watched Endgame, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I, I have no shame very now. Very true, very true. So that is pretty much what's been happening this week. And we are now going to move into our very special Star Wars May the 4th Be With You episode. <laughs> be with you may it be with you also also yeah so obviously this is you know star wars day 
California um, legislature actually voted it officially on Thursday last week, and they've declared it the official Star Wars Day. Yes. So it's now official, everybody in California. Yes. Um, I think to celebrate, you might have seen pictures on social media, they had a giant um, Yoda hot air balloon outside the California state capitol, and apparently there were people walking around dressed as stormtroopers as well. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Very That's cool. crazy. Yeah. So... As this podcast goes out live, May the 4th has already happened this weekend. So what what are you doing this May the 4th, Tash? Are you going to be watching your... Back-to-back Star Wars episodes? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's my day plan. Dressed as a Jedi. Dressed as a Jedi or uh, an Ewok. Nice, very nice. Are you impressed I know what one of those are? I am very <laughs> impressed, yes. I often forget the names for Ewoks and things, so that is very impressive May indeed. May the 4th for me will be a very standard day. Uh, I doubt I'll... Put one thought to Star Wars. Uh, yeah, how about you? What are your plans? I would love to say that I'm going to the Odeon to watch back-to-back Star Wars movies dressed in, like, a cape. But are they doing that? I'm, I don't know. Oh. They, they do... Well, I thought that was an event. That no, cool. well, they do They do, do stuff like... I know the yeah. um, Duke of York cinema in Brighton always do, like, a Star uh-huh. Wars event. Like, there are lots yeah. of Star Wars things happening this weekend. Obviously, if you're interested, yeah. you've missed it now. Um, but next year, you yeah. can totally go. But no, I am actually spending my May the 4th in Bath at an engagement party. Um, I might be able to convince the bride to dress as, like, Slave Leia or something. She's quite a... Um, daring character very nice very (laughs) nice maybe you can have some uh, Star Wars themed cocktails exactly some of that like nice um, the cantina music you probably don't know what that is no I don't know what the cantina is though okay yeah great impressive so just to give a little bit of background um we 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 joke obviously Tash does not like Star Wars I don't I I don't I'm going to justify myself here before I get a tirade of hate (laughs) it's not that I don't like it I've never really given it the time of day which you can say well how can you know you don't like it if you've never really given it the time of day and I have I've watched new a new hope okay and I've seen various bits of other ones and it's just it's just not my cup of tea like I love a Star Wars ride in Disneyland, California. I haven't been on it for years. Um, but I do love that as a ride. And I can appreciate it as this huge thing um, that so many people are so passionate about. And it's gone you know, off on all these tangents. And I can appreciate it for what it is. I don't have anything against it. Um, it's just I'm yet to find my bond with Star Wars. I think that's fair enough. I think... Most of the, and I, I'm going to be hugely sexist here and make a really sweeping statement, but most of the girls who I've met who are into Star Wars either are into comic books or anime or they're kind of that minded anyway, or it will be that they'll have an older brother or a dad mm-hmm. who kind of introduced them to yeah. it. And my dad doesn't really like Star Wars and I don't have any brothers um so I kind of missed out on all of that I think so I actually got introduced to Star Wars a couple of years ago um when my boyfriend who absolutely hates Disney but ironically loves Star Wars which is now Disney I love to remind him of that as much as I possibly can um he had really bad so did you bad... get into Star Wars when it became Disney <laughs> I get this a lot. I also, it's funny as well, Marvel, I feel like that may have had something to do with it. Yeah, it's funny how that happened. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so my boyfriend um, had really awful tonsillitis, 
Like, it was so disgusting that his mum was even like, you do not want to go in his bedroom. It smells like a farm. <laughs> a farm? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it did. <laughs> it was so disgusting. I really don't want to envision that. It was gross. He, he actually, he really suffers with his tonsils, bless him, and he gets really bad tonsillitis quite, like, maybe once a year. So yeah. this was the first time I was experiencing mm-hmm. it. And um, I went into his bedroom and he was like lying there like this wounded animal watching Star Wars. And or I don't know if he already had it on. I think I said to him, like, do you want me to put a movie on? And he nodded or like he was literally writing on a piece of paper because mm-hmm. he couldn't talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, he was like, oh, I want to watch Star Wars. I obviously didn't like Star Well, I, again, I never watched it. Yeah. I never really gave it the time of day. But obviously, when you see somebody you love and they're in that much pain, you'll do anything to make them feel better. So I was Star like, Wars. sure, we'll, we'll watch Star Wars together. And I actually didn't hate it. I, I quite liked it. Um, and then it was about the time that Force Awakens was coming out. Yeah. And I'd seen kind of bits and pieces of that and I thought it looked really epic and it looked like something I would be really interested in. So I kind of got into um, some of the old movies, watched the prequels that came out in the 90s as well and just, you know, caught myself up to speed ahead of watching Force uh-huh. Awakens. And Force Awakens is probably one of my favourite movies of all time. Is it really? Yeah, it's great. It's a really good film. Mm. It's a really good I film. I really want to get into them. I feel like I'm missing out on something massive. I do really want to get into them. I think I just need to wait until next winter... I'll take a day and I feel like I'll do it back to back. I feel like as well, like you joke about, mm-hmm. did you like Star Wars when it became Disney? But <laughs> for me, I know it sounds ridiculous, but watching the movies and actually understanding who these characters are and right. what's going on, I now have a better level of appreciation when I am in the park. Yes. Yeah, I can totally get that. Like on Star Tours, yeah. I enjoyed it like you did. Like I went on Star Tours, yeah. obviously, prior to watching the movies. But now I'm like, oh my God, it's Finn. It's BB-8. We're on Hoth. And yeah. I actually know what's happening. And having that level of understanding right. just really does enhance it and yeah. just small things as well like seeing characters walk around like Kylo Ren I would have had no idea who that was but now I yeah I just am I able to enjoy the parks more especially with Galaxy's Edge opening soon yes. as well so that is very exciting um see I would like to see it before for the kind of reasons that you're talking about I would yeah. like to see it before I go to well <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be because I have no Disney trams trips planned yeah um but yeah so that's another thing that happened this week Galaxy's Edge um it's opening at the end of May May the 31st I believe so if you want to go in the first month that it's open um so between May the 31st and June the 23rd you need to reserve um a space um, obviously, this is a lot to do with crowd control. Um, it is free to reserve, but unfortunately, those reservations all got snapped up within two hours when they went live on Thursday. That's nuts. And can I just clarify, because we're getting a few different Galaxy's Edge. This is the California yes. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Wait, no, I think the California one is later. This is the Florida one. No, I think Galaxy... I'm pretty sure California's before Florida. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like 100% sure. Oh, I mean, you must have seen like bits when yeah, you were in I the did. park. I, okay. I did. I saw some I thought it was scale. the other way around. No, no. California is actually first, okay. um, which is I weird because normally, yeah. no, no, it's definitely yeah. California. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw it um, when I was on uh, the Walk in Mort's Footsteps tour. Oh, yeah. We got the railroad kind of around the back of the park and 
it, I mean, it looked like it was finished. Yeah. I Obviously, the rides and things. They probably have a lot of testing, testing to do, yeah. don't they? And, Absolutely. You know, Disney, um, no attention to detail. There's exactly. probably a lot of fun things that they've got to do. And we are getting a Star Wars land in Paris as well. I, I don't think they've confirmed if it's going to be Galaxy's Edge or if it's going to be the same, but like, yeah. it must be. Like, why would you yeah. roll out another? Oh, yeah. Like, I can't see why they're Yeah, and I, I can't remember when that is coming, but I feel like it's 2021, mm-hmm. which, or maybe, I think, hang on how old am I 2022 will be the 30th anniversary yeah. of Paris so maybe it's I, I don't know I should have checked all of this before I started podcasting about it but what can we do <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> too late now <laughs> but yeah it apparently it's, it's the largest single site expansion that Disney has done in one of their parks Apparently, it's expected to create 1,400 jobs just in that land alone, wow. which is incredible. Many Ewoks running around. <laughs> many, many. That many, is cool. Yeah. But I don't know if they've really confirmed anything that's going to be definitely there yet. So I've seen that there's only two rides. Yeah, there's attractions. Yeah, there's. I think I I've seen kind of artists' impressions. Yeah, and that's things, what I've seen. And there's some really cool, like the Millennium Falcon is there. Um, it'll be really cool if we can actually. Do you know what the Millennium Falcon is? Is it the spaceship? Yay! Yay! Good. That's so patronising of me. But I'm actually impressed. I'm really impressed I know that as well. Okay. I think I know that if you'd have asked me what's the spaceship called, I wouldn't have called it that. Okay. But yeah. you knew, but I like, know the name. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good enough for me. Yeah. We'll take that. Sure. So yeah, that's definitely going to be there. And I'm pretty sure like you'll be able to go on there and have some kind of amazing interactive experience. And that will be really, really cool. So I do think it will be really good fun. Um, I was really fortunate and I went to Secret Cinema in London um, I forgot you did that yeah so I, I go quite a lot to Secret Cinema if you don't know what Secret Cinema is please go and google it right now it's the most incredible immersive theatre experience in London and even me saying that doesn't quite do it justice the scale of it is incredible um, and I went to the Star Wars one it was based on Empire Strikes Back and that was I can't remember maybe three years ago and that was incredible. It was fully immersive. You felt like you were in one of George Lucas's creations. Nightmare. Um, and it was just, yeah, I, I literally don't have the words to do it justice. And I think if that is anything to kind of, you know, set the tone of mm. what Galaxy's Edge could be, yeah, then happy days. It'll be amazing. Very exciting. So... Tash, I'm curious because you say, oh, I don't know anything about Star Wars. I've yeah. never seen these films. <laughs> What 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 do you know? Okay, so what do I know? I know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. I can't believe you just like gave the biggest spoiler of cinema. Well, I know. I feel like I only know that as well because of Toy Story too. <laughs> 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 Those are the buzz. Um, Amazing. I know that. I know um, that there's a scene in Princess Leia wears a gold bikini. Nice. Um, I'm literally telling you everything that I know. Yeah, that's what we want. Um, I've even seen New Hope and I can't even think what happens in that. Oh, is there a race? Yeah, that's, yeah. In, that's in the... Um, it's funny, the pub racing is something that I knew about before I okay. watched it as well. That's actually in the prequels. Right, okay. But yeah, that is Actually, plot-wise, I'm realising now how very little I know. I always feel like, and again, this kind of gives so much credit to Star Wars the fact that I know even a little bit and I've never seen the film I mean the year before I'd seen New Hope because I only saw that about two years ago um I still knew things about the films although I'm realizing now how little I knew but no but it's amazing what you pick up on just because it's such a you know like cultural phenomenon isn't it definitely I think for me like I am quite 
I, I get really into things. Um, I don't know if you could tell with my Disney podcast that I do with Tash, <laughs> so I'm quite into it. Um, but I, I really, I you know, I love Game of Thrones. I love Harry Potter. I'm really into Star Wars and Marvel now. I do kind of get really sucked into these alternate worlds. The only one for me that I can think of that's kind of akin to what you're saying, yeah. Star Wars, is Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah. I don't know very much about that, but I feel like, as you've just said, Star Wars do this amazing thing of making this franchise so kind of into integrated within society that you do know stuff because i i honestly i know Gollum from lord of the rings yeah that is it Mm -hmm. i know nothing yeah but yeah john snow john snow (laughs) legolas yeah i know legolas but that's only because one of actually i don't know anything more i only know about legolas because one of our friends had a post yes yes i've never seen any of the lord of the rings anyway anyway we digress (laughs) We need that bell again. We need the Disney, um, not Disney bell. I'm honestly trying to wrap my brains and think, because I, I feel like I must know something else about the plot, but I really don't. The only thing I know, and I feel everyone knows that, is that Luke Skywalker father thingy. Um, I honestly don't think I know anything what, else you, about the plot. Do you know do. the the relationship between Luke and Leia? I want to say it's a romantic interest, but aren't they related? No. Did I make that up? Are they related somehow? Should we do like a quick plotted history of Star Wars? Right, okay. I think, yeah. I'm going to give you a minute, 90 seconds. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. And I want you in 90 seconds to give me an overview of all the films. Oh my God. How many films are there now? Um, so you've got your three, 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 six, and seven, eight. There's going to be the ninth is coming out this year. Okay. So I want you to give me an overview in, what did we say, a minute? A minute and a half. Okay, I am not the person to be doing this. Like, any other Disney movie (laughs) franchise, like, Star Wars is probably where there are the most gaps in my knowledge. But I'll I'll have a go. Overview. Okay, 90 seconds. Ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we start. Luke lives with his aunt and uncle. He's obsessed with finding out. You knew that. (laughs) Um, He's obsessed with finding out where his parentage is from. He finds out that his father was a Jedi um, and that his father was killed by Darth Vader. So he kind of goes on this quest where he joins the rebellion. He meets Obi-Wan Kenobi, who kind of trains him in the ways of the Force. Or He tells him to find Yoda, who's going to train him in the ways of the Force. He kind of trains, becomes a Jedi, travels to Darth Vader's um, Death Star to kind of combat him and thwart him. 30 seconds through. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm on like, okay um, yeah, so he he kind of vanquishes Darth Vader but he finds out that actually Darth Vader was his father he wasn't the murderer of his father he was his father. Leia is his twin sister and he kisses her. Right, okay his twin sister. We'll get back to yeah. that um, so then we go on to the prequels. I feel like I've missed out like Han Solo, <laughs> Chewbacca, like all the main characters but it's a very quick overview so the prequels is basically the story of Anakin Skywalker which is Darth Vader and how he falls in love with Padme who is Luke and Leia's mother they fall in love he becomes evil he turns on Ewan McGregor that's that um and then they um he 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 becomes Darth Vader at the end of the movie the twins are separated which is obviously what happens in New Hope and then the more recent movies Kylo Ren is Han Solo and Leia's son so Darth Vader's his grandfather and he wants to follow after his grandfather and Rey some random Jedi wants to defeat him Way it was literally about a millisecond just under. Okay, I literally missed out so many important. I feel like I'm none the wiser. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's basically just the story of this messed up family in space. Yes. The Skywalker so, family. Okay, so I, I do have a question then. Um, okay. So just repeat the bit about... Okay, we'll go back to the incest in a minute. But how... <laughs> because I have often wondered, <laughs> laid awake at night thinking about this... So how did he become Darth Vader? <laughs> so <quite> just <laughs> explain that. Okay, I, I, I'm going to sound very really evil because I'm going to have like a demonic laugh as I say this, but it just sounds crazy. So <laughs> he basically, Anakin Skywalker is attractive. Like yeah. that's important to the story. Um, He has this like lava battle. Right. On this lava planet with yeah. Ewan McGregor, who is a young version of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. So that's like the man that Luke meets in the future yeah and basically maybe when I was doing my plotted summary I should have actually started with the prequels anyway that's not important now it's too late they have this big battle and basically Anakin falls in the lava Mm -hmm. and he becomes all like melted and burnt and like he has no limbs and stuff so they like have to put him in a suit and basically the reason he does the that's him breathing oh, because he has okay. to use breathing this difficulty exactly mm-hmm. so you do actually get to see him as an old man at the end of the first three movies they take his helmet off and he's all like melted I yeah. feel like that would kind of ruin it it does bit. ruin it um, not sure how I feel about that and then it's so embarrassing like I feel like I have to show you this the minute we finish this episode so when they put Anakin Mm-hmm. in the suit obviously like he's really like hey I'm Anakin you're Padme you're Natalie Portman you're beautiful and he's like really attractive mm-hmm. and like whatever and then he burns and he's all like melted and then the minute he gets in this Darth Vader suit James L. Jones comes in and he's like no it's so <laughs> dramatic and uh-huh. it's so extra it's ridiculous those movies <laughs> are terrible and even Star Wars fans like I don't know if you know this but even in the community Star Wars fans hate the prequels yeah I have like, heard they're terrible I've heard that they are not as yeah not as widely accepted or appreciated and why do you think that is because they're terrible is like, it what? It, what is it? This, is it the storylines that are terrible? Um, no, I think it's like the weird kind of. Um, obviously, like Star Wars explores the whole galaxy, but yeah. like they start to introduce these really far fetched like cities and characters. So, do you know about Jar Jar Binks? Is he the thing with the googly eyes? Yeah. yeah. So they like everyone hates him, don't they? Yeah. So they introduce him. Yeah. And like he's just the worst thing ever. Um, and he, there's like a whole planet of his kind. I think they're called Gangans or something. And that's just like you don't need that. And like the, I don't know. It's just it. It's very jarring with the the originals. I feel like the originals and the the new kind of you know Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Right. They all kind of feel like they're part of the same uh-huh. world. And then the prequels are just really not okay. I know that's a really insufficient answer but they're just yeah they feel like amateur so they don't add anything to the, uh, the originals I don't think so no. I think that like if you wanted to you could watch the originals and then watch the last two you don't need to bother with those and um, what I will say as well is like I growing up I always hated the prequels without even watching because of Darth Maul is that the one with the red face? Yes. Yes. So I knew who Darth Maul was because I, I didn't know that like, was his name, but I know yeah. by your tone. Okay. <laughs> who <laughs> I'm talking terrifying. about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew who he was because when I was in primary school, like year five, year six, all of the boys had these hideous Darth Maul rucksacks. Yes! Oh my God, I remember? know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, horrible. Disgusting. I was a real wimp 
as well when I was younger, so seeing that every day in the playground was bloody terrifying. Yeah, I hated them, and I just thought, what is that hideous monstrosity <laughs> on your back, and why have you chosen to come to school with that? Yeah. And there was me with my, like, bubble bag, <laughs> blow-up rucksack. Um, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I was so, like, turned off by the whole concept of Star Wars when yeah. I was a young, good, no. like, when I was a kid. Um, and it's, it's quite strange, because I've always been interested in fantasy and, and space and sci-fi, mm. I loved Harry Potter when I was young and I've, I've always been interested in that but there was just something about Star Wars yeah. that just kind of switched me off well I think and again correct me because I don't know but from from my an outsider's perspective so Princess Leia is a bit more of a damsel in distress whereas now they've got the new female character in it who, right. and she is quite yeah, empowering absolutely right. so she's like your kind of Luke Skywalker if you will she's very much the hero in the in the newer movies and she's a Jedi and yeah Leia is that her that is her. Mercedes has got, what do you call those things? A pop figure. A pop figure. A Funko of her, pop. Um, watching over us. As She's watching speak. us right now. Like, you better not mess this up or I'll come and slay you. Um, so I'm like, actually, she's British. She's like, hello, my name's Ray. Don't mess this up or I will slay you. Exactly <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Leia is kind of the head of the resistance. So, obviously, like, she is still quite liberating. But, yeah, essentially, Han and Luke have to rescue her on multiple occasions. And she dresses up as a golden naked slave. Yeah. Which, again, is one of the only things I knew about Star Wars. Yeah. Like, isn't that funny? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of glamorised and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I think in some of the newer movies, there are some really um, interesting, empowering characters and characters that have got real layers and depth to them. So mm-hmm. Finn, who is the first kind of black character within the Star Wars franchise, he actually starts his journey as a stormtrooper. Okay. And you see him struggling with this idea that he's kind of been conditioned to mindlessly follow the empire and then he starts to question actually do i want to shoot these people and massacre these people no yeah. and he makes the conscious decision to escape put his life at risk and join the resistance mm-hmm. and that's a really interesting i i thought when i first saw that that first scene where it was like oh wait we're following a stormtrooper because mm-hmm. they're always just these kind of mindless robots in all of the other movies whose side are they on the uh the empire which is like darth vader kylo ren the evil right okay the yeah. evil side um so that's really interesting when you see him with this kind of internal struggle yeah um where he he consciously kind of abandons his post um to you know in the greater good and that's just i, I feel like the newer movies have just definitely got a little bit more to them in that respect cool and aren't there other star wars movies as well that are like spin-offs or yeah so they're kind of they're set in the same galaxy so it's probably in the same way that like all of the marvel movies are set in like the same cinematic mm. universe there's also um rogue one and solo yeah. which are both set in the star wars mm. world um so rogue one is really good actually that is kind of it kind of slots somewhere in between the prequels and yeah. the New Hope. And I actually think that's probably my second favourite Star Wars movie after Force Awakens. Is that the one with BB-8 in it? 
No, BB-8 in oh. Force Awakens. And what about those little penguin things? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, what are they called? Porgs. Okay. Porgs. They are in Last Jedi. Right. I love them. They're cute. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you've got Rogue One, and then you've also got Solo. Solo is a prequel looking into Han Solo's life. Okay. And my favourite thing about Solo was um, there was a few different things. I really liked it when he first meets Chewbacca, and mm-hmm. their friendship's kind of established. That was quite cool, though it wasn't what I expected but there we are and then the other thing as well is that we get to meet his first love interest before he meets Leia in his later years and it's played or she is played by Amelia Clark. Oh, some yeah, of you may know as Daenerys Targaryen I'm talking about Game of Thrones a lot in our Disney podcast it's hard today not to, isn't I know it? I need to button it <laughs> um, but yeah so Amelia Clark um yeah of Game of Thrones fame plays the love interest in Solo and again it's a very interesting character with lots of different layers of complexity in there um, and our favourite villain Darth Maul makes an appearance which caused oh. a massive issue in the fandom because in terms of like the um, timeline he should already be dead right um, so there's loads of different okay. there's, there's like how, did, how can they justify that then well they have these like um, Star Wars comic books and TV shows that are animated that are yeah. considered canon and I believe in one of the comic books someone like resurrects him or he like comes back to life or something right so people are choosing to believe that it's because of that but i personally think they just messed up a little bit okay interesting yeah because you were in obviously going back to sort of talking about the parks and the part that star wars plays in disney parks you were there in paris last year for the star wars season of the force i was what so what what did they do to kind of reflect that what was different what stood out um yeah, it was really interesting actually. So my, I, I'd never really had any interest in going during season of the Force, but my boyfriend took me as a surprise, and obviously, surprise, surprise. Funny that it was season of the Force. <laughs> it was indeed. Um. So yeah, I mean, I really like it when they have any kind of theme on in the Disney parks because I feel like they really get into it, and it, it just it's nice just to have some kind of overarching theme. I yeah. guess while you're there. Um. So things that happened, obviously, um, there was Star Wars themed food, which was you know it was just from quick service places yeah. so nothing special really to write home about there um probably the most kind of noteworthy thing was that they had this incredible fireworks projection show in Walt Disney Studios so it's similar to your kind of nighttime spectacular where they project onto yeah. the castle but they use the Hollywood Tower of Terror oh that's cool for the projections yeah. and that was Star Wars themed and there were some really amazing characters Darth Maul came out I don't know why we're talking about Darth Maul so much he's literally my worst <laughs> character but he appeared and he had his kind of double um, lightsaber and he was doing lots of like special stunts and tricks and acrobatics um, Ray was there and I've never seen a face character of Ray before um, che- Chewbacca uh, C-3PO R2 BB-8 like loads mm-hmm. of really cool characters um, and they yeah it was a mixture of characters fireworks projections lasers it was a really amazing nighttime spectacular um, and then they had random things like there was a jazz band playing the John Williams soundtrack that's cool I loved like yeah. that was really really I'm really into the music and things so I really appreciated that they also did a thing where um, Captain Phasma who is played by Gwendolyn Christie Brianna Tarth another Game of Thrones oh, reference yeah. for you there um, she 
Captain Phasma led the stormtroopers through Hollywood Studios and they did their um, stormtrooper march. Um, they had kind of like Jedi Academy things on for the kids. Um, there were meet and greets with Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. So there were lots of different bits and pieces yeah. that were kind of going on around the park. Um, obviously, you have got Star Tours in Disneyland Paris too as well. And they changed Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain for that period, right, yeah. which was really cool. And I, I really, really enjoyed riding it as Hyperspace Mountain. It was really good. Cool. Nice. Anything else you want to add while we're talking about Star Wars? Um, I have very little to contribute to this. <laughs> but it's actually been really informative. You've kind of, like, oh, built it up and made me really want to see them. I feel like we should kind of promote this episode to people that are maybe, you know, like me on the fence. Yeah, I feel like... they might want to get into Star Wars. Definitely. I feel like this episode is probably not really for the kind of diehard Star Wars no. fans. <laughs> it's maybe, like, a a very simplified introduction into the world or something like that Um, but yeah I guess just you know I think it's amazing that May the 4th has become such a big deal around the globe and all of the Disney parks I I think all of them I know certainly Disneyland Paris um, are having a special Star Wars weekend Um, Star Wars weekends is a thing in Florida it happens like throughout May or it used to I don't know if they still have it and they have kind of special speeches from like directors and cinematographers that have worked on the movies sometimes actors as well um i think it's you know it it has become such an integral part of the disney company yeah definitely and like you've said before you kind of don't really have that much of an issue Mm. with star wars being considered disney because it's always been there for me yeah Mm. it really fits into that universe i remember the first time my sister watched force awakens it was quite recently and she was like of course this is disney it's got nice landscapes there's even a princess i was like yeah i mean it it does it really fits into that kind of fantastical disney world and i i kind of you know i've embraced it for that reason i feel like it does go with everything yeah um but even outside of disney i mean in the uk you can literally select jedi as a religion on a form oh yeah i have heard of that yeah so this happened like I don't even know when, I think it was like the late 90s, early noughties. And basically, if enough people petition for anything to be considered, um, you know, an ethnicity or a religion or whatever, or gender, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we we, we now, and rightfully so, have a box that kind of is for people Mm -hmm. that are non-gender binary and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, essentially, if people shout about something enough then it will get put on a form and sometimes people abuse this yeah and jedi is now an official religion in the united kingdom which is just ridiculous i mean we should probably like again i'm going to talk about game of thrones again i feel like we should try and get like the the seven or whatever it's called <laughs> the lord of light i am a follower oh God, of the lord no, of I don't light follow that. <laughs> if you are listening and you are a jedi please get in touch oh yeah I'd be very keen to talk to you about your beliefs and uh, where do how you it, pray? How, yeah, where do you pray? How does it come into your day-to-day life? Please let us know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, that pretty much concludes um, everything that Tash and I wanted to talk about with you on this very special Star Wars episode. And, yeah, we hope you had a really good May the 4th. We're now going to finish the episode with a very special Star Wars edition of our TikTok challenge. Oh, no. So for this week's TikTok challenge, I thought it only fitting that we test Tash on how much she's observed from this week's episode. And your challenge, if you choose to accept, 
is to name as many Star Wars characters as you possibly can within a minute. Oh, come on. I mean, I think I probably know about three. Really? Actually, this will be interesting because maybe I know more than I thought. But then I thought I knew more about the storylines than I did and I knew nothing. So... You know nothing. Okay. Okay. John Snow. John Snow again. <laughs> this is literally <laughs> like the, we have to talk about Star Wars, yeah. but we really want to talk about Game of Thrones episode for anyone listening. <laughs> um, so I feel like if you can get ten, I'll be impressed. Okay. I think ten is doable. Okay. So I've got a minute. You have okay. one minute starting from now. Luke Skywalker. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Jar Jar Binks. Um, Yoda. Princess Leia. R2-D2. Uh, Han Solo Han Solo Han Solo sorry um, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt yes oh um, uh, well, we, we've talked about him today Chewbacca um, ooh, oh god Darth Vader if I said that no um, Darth Maul yeah um, oh, oh god uh, I must know more um, you've got plenty of time the little bears Ewoks they're they, really characters okay. um, Luke have, Skywalker you've done him I'll um, let you have one for Ewok okay thank you um, <laughs> oh R2-D2 um, uh, BB-8 yeah. uh, what's that big slug thing you said that, Jabba, I said the that Jabba the Hutt um, and your time ah, oh, I quite enjoyed that I feel, I feel like I should know more how many do you think you've got 12. You got 13. Did I? Oh, unlucky for some. Not yes. for me. Because I let you okay, have Okay, who else could I have got? Um, you could have had Kylo Ren. You could have had Rey. You could have had Finn. Uh, you could have had Poe Dameron. You could who? have had the most <laughs> attractive man in the world. Uh-huh. You could have had Anakin. Scott actually said Darth Vader. They're kind of the same person. Um, you could have had Padme, which is Luke and Leia's mum. I've literally never heard of any of these. Like you're saying them, I thought I'd be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I've not heard of any of these. C three PO. Um, I don't have heard you of C three PO. Um, Lando Calrissian. Who? Okay, no. <laughs> That yeah, I think you got all of the core characters yeah. from the Star Wars franchise. Okay, well that's good to know. I do know something. There you go. Okay, we'll have to do like a revisit to this on May the fourth next year. Yeah, when I've seen all the films. I'll be some massive fan. Definitely gone to all these conventions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, anyway, well, thanks for listening um, again today. Um, join us next week. And we'll see you for now. Yes, we are joined by a very special guest next week. So stay tuned to find out who that is. We hope you have a lovely week indeed. Remember to contact us on Instagram and Twitter if you've got any questions. Our Twitter is at ChatDisneyUK and our Instagram is at ChatDisney. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.